Hello, everyone. Welcome to Inspiring Chaos. If you do not know who I am, hi, my name is Eunice. I'm the host and founder of this amazing Instagram community, and welcome to another episode. Welcome to a bonus episode, I like to call it. Uh, but I am very excited to have for today's guest, Madeline. Madeline is a Latina who is paving the way for other Latinas in higher education. And while I interviewed her quite a few weeks back um she was still in the process of accepting offers for a phd program but this past week she got accepted into one of her dream universities and i am very proud of her and very you know i know this is on beginning her career and i think throughout the no i don't think throughout the episode you see her passion and her love for what she does and um she does talk about her journey being latina in a master's program in history and what it feels like to be a latina in higher places and i loved her story so much and i truly got inspired and i know you will and she does give her social media at the end so stay tuned for the whole thing so thank you so much valen and for giving me the honor of interviewing you and giving us the honor to listen to your story um if you'd like to follow us as well you should do so at inspiring chaos with Eunice, uh, and you get updates about anything and everything on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. And I am very excited for you to hear Malin's story because it is incredible. And yeah, I think that's enough for the intro. I'm talking too much, but now let's go on hearing her inspiring story of success. For today's guest, we have Madeline, a Latina who is currently attending San Francisco State University, obtaining her master's degree in history. Her dream job is to go into academia at a four-year university as part of the history faculty. She wants to continue doing research that interests her and that she finds important, as well as teach new generations of historians. Hi, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. So I wanted to kind of start with asking you, um, you're currently doing your master's degree in history and yeah. um, you attended Columbia University where you obtained two BAs, one in history and one in um, creative writing. When did your love for history and creative writing begin? Yeah, it's it's actually a really funny story because when I first went to college, when I got into Columbia, I had such a love for kind of all subjects and all disciplines. I didn't really have a set path at that point. Um, I was really floating around for the first year, year and a half. I was in college, trying different majors, trying out different classes, seeing what fit. Um, I did environmental science for a little bit, <laughs> some public policy stuff, kind of just seeing what interested me. And when I found creative writing, I took like one creative writing workshop, really loved it, decided to do that as my major. Um, and then kind of felt like I needed more, like that wasn't quite enough. And it was actually one of the required classes that I had to take my second year of undergrad, um, kind of like a survey course of like Western civilization. And I had a professor who was in the history department and she really became a mentor to me and said, you do really great history work. You should consider taking more history classes. And so kind of like under her wing, I grew into history and developed a real love for it. So I think if it wasn't for that specific professor in that class, uh, I wouldn't have made that history, <laughs> but it worked out in the end. And I ended up really, really developing the specific passion for history and obviously continuing it today. Yeah, I mean, what are, are some dif differences you have seen as a postgrad student now? Yeah, I think in undergrad, it was a lot about figuring out how to be a historian, how to kind of just engage with the discipline. It was a lot of like trying things, learning things, reading things. Um, it is definitely really interesting being in a grad program now and feeling like not only do my peers 
treat me with respect and like I have some knowledge, but professors do too. They know that you've done research and you've done work and that's, it's a really exciting place to be in because we can all kind of come together in an environment where we're, we have our own specific interests and in research and we can like bounce off each other in a way that like you're still developing an undergrad. So it's been a really like creative outlet in that regard that I totally didn't expect or anticipate going into a grad program. Yeah. Um. What, what are tips you would like to give that has helped you um, in regard to going from undergrad to postgrad? Yeah, I think um, in, term, in terms of going from undergrad to a graduate program, grad programs are stressful. Grad <laughs> programs are hard. Everyone will say that. Um, when I was considering it, I, I knew that I wanted to continue doing history. I love research and I love writing and I love being able to do that act. Um, and everyone, all the advice that professors gave me and other mentors was that like, don't do a grad program unless you know that you love it and that you want to do it. And that's what will get you through is that passion for doing the research and passion for doing all of the work. Um, another tip is to, if there's anyone who ever says you can't do it or that you're not good enough to do it, don't listen to them. If you know that you want it deep down, you're going to find a way to make it work. It might not be in the way you think, but there's so many different options to make it happen and make yourself continue to do what you love. Yeah, um, you mentioned to me that you are currently a communication manager in a nonprofit. Um, can yeah. you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I, I love my job. I work with a company called Compass Family Services, and we work with homeless families in San Francisco, providing them services like housing, behavioral health, childcare, kind of full spectrum of things. Uh, I'm on the development team as a communications manager, which means that I do all of the social media, all of the website. I get to talk to people every day about the wonderful things we do. Uh, I worked in nonprofits during undergrad too. I had some internship experience with that. Um, really loved that world. When I moved out to the Bay after graduating, <laughs> I, I knew I wanted to really be connected to the city in a way that I felt wouldn't really be fulfilled in like a tech job or like a corporate job. So being able to work for a nonprofit that directly helps families in the city is really important to me. Um, it's just one of those things that is able to combine my talents that I've kind of developed over the years with actual passion that I have. Yeah, um, not only are you doing that, but you also have uh, a social media where you base your journey of education yeah. as a Latina. Um, I wanted to ask you, what inspired you to start an Instagram? Yeah, I think that I I took a year off before starting my grad program, and I kind of felt a little disconnected from the world of academia and from all of that. And I also felt really blind going into it. I didn't know what it was supposed to look like. I didn't know what that journey was going to entail. And I kind of also wanted to show a side of my own journey and my own, like as a professional and as an academic, that is non-traditional. It's, it's not perfect. I'm not always like sticking to my schedule. I'm a little chaotic. I'm doing things <laughs> here and there. Um, and also a place where I could be vulnerable because that was something that I saw some people doing I saw I see more people doing it now and I think it's really great that people are willing to share their their fears and their insecurities mm -hmm. as well as their successes so we can see all sides of being a grad student and dealing with some of the more like complex intricacies of graduate study especially like as a Latina and as a woman there's so many layers to that and just in the way you like talk to professors or talk to a boss and ask for things that you need so being able to share my own journey is just part of that. Um, I know I'm not perfect, but I, I hope it can be useful to someone. Yeah. Um, how do you manage school and creating content? Yeah. So it helps that my job is basically to create content already <laughs> for a nonprofit. 
So I've over the years developed kind of a, a system for figuring out what I'm going to post, what I'm going to post, but really my academic Instagram is all about what I'm feeling in the moment. If I'm feeling anxious about waiting for a decision, if I'm really excited about a conference I'm applying to, being able to share it authentically and not plan it too much. Obviously there's a little bit of planning that goes into it, but really I love using Instagram stories to kind of share that in the moment thing. And I, I find that really creates a sense of community too. So that's something I love about it. Um, so I, I just try to balance it in the best way that I can in terms of showing people what I'm doing in the moment. Yeah. You kind of mentioned that going into post-grad is very challenging, very, yeah. you know, um, all that. And I wanted to ask you who or what inspires you to continue working towards your dream? Yeah, I am really lucky to have a family that's super supportive. My parents are really encouraging. They're both public school educators uh, in K through 12. So they have always really encouraged me in my passion for school. Um, I was also really lucky to have, like I said, mentors at Columbia and now at San Francisco State who see potential in me. And that is huge to just have someone on your side um, who not only encouraged me to start history, start creative writing, but to take it to the next step with like a graduate education. Um, so it's those people in my life, but also my own goals and knowing that this is something I love that really just all of that combines to create the drive, I think. Yeah, um, you are not only doing a master's, but you're applying for your PhD program. Um, mm -hmm. What is your research on? Yeah, so I do research on 20th century Europe. I do modern European history. Um, I do a lot of gender history. I actually do history of the far right. So I look at how kind of fascism and authoritarianism affects women specifically and how women exist in those systems. Uh, it's not something that's super fun to talk about, but I think it's super relevant. I think yeah. it's actually really important to how we consider like gender reproductive healthcare policy in our country. Um, it's the, the gender history is definitely what I find super interesting. Um, who's someone you look up to in your field? There's a lot of not just people doing research on the far right and how it affects women, but specifically female historians who were breaking ground and really getting their voices out there, two of which were my mentors at Columbia. Uh, one is, her name is Victoria de Grazia, and she is this badass, uh, like <laughs> Italian lady who is like one of my favorite people on earth because she'll just say whatever she wants. It doesn't matter if it's a room full of men. She's like, no, I know it's right. And so her kind of attitude and all of that has really inspired me. Um, I, I think that there's there's other female historians who are really breaking ground and doing some some groundbreaking work like Kathleen Ballou. Um, she does histories of the right and she's very vocal on like spaces like Twitter. So making sure that female historians are not only taken seriously, but are some of those forefronts of the voices uh, in the field. And that can really be something that pushes me to continue my work. If you can do another career, would you still do history and creative writing or was or there's something else? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. I mean, I do. I obviously love writing. Um, I think I would do more like fun writing, like write books or write essays, <laughs> uh, kind of take the creative writing on a different different path there. Uh, but I, I do also love the nonprofit space. So if, if I don't continue in academia, I I could see myself staying in, in nonprofit and kind of helping cities locally. Um, what advice would you give anyone who is applying for a PhD program? Yeah, it is some of the hardest time of your life, <laughs> but you are like, if I could go back like six months, you were working so hard, you know what you want and you know what you deserve and what you're worth. And everything that happens is going to happen for a reason. Um, find people who you trust a lot and take their advice, but also stand true to yourself and you know what you want. Uh, 
I think it is one of those things that when you know you want it, no one can tell you no. So even if it doesn't work the first time, you're going to find a way to pursue what you want to do. Um, For the last question, I need you to be as honest as possible. I want to ask you, what advice would you give your younger self? I think at different points in my life, I would go back and tell myself to be 100% authentic, mm. be completely myself. Uh, I think especially in college or when we're kind of becoming adults in the world, <laughs> we can be a little bit ashamed to be really enthusiastic about what we do, about what we actually love. And the people that I value in my life and kind of where I am in my life now are the people who are completely unashamed to say, this is what I love to do. This is what I do. This is who I am. So just complete authenticity is the best advice I can give to my younger self. <laughs> Thank you so much. I will love you can share your social media with all of us. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at mad academics. And that's the main social media I use right now to share my journey. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. You have reached the end of the episode. Go follow Malin right now in every single platform and everything that you want. Go congratulate her. I cannot speak today, but go ahead and do that because she's incredible. And I know this is the beginning of her career. I know she's going to change the course of history um, with her passion, with her love. And I just can't wait to see it all unfold. And yeah, that is all for this week. And talk to you all next time. Bye.